Chef. And I am here to start the pot. So let me go. What's up, guys? I'm Brady. I'm Derek. I'm Colton. And welcome to Stir the Plot, a podcast where we are going to take the first scene of your favorite movies, then the last scene of your favorite movies, and we're going to just make up everything in between. Yeah. So, uh, you guys seen that new Spider-Man trailer today? Oh, gone. I have not seen it yet. I saw oh, it. Oh, it's good. So, he's in Europe, and it basically turns into, like, National Lampoon's Europe vacation. So, I'm interested that they release this trailer because uh-huh. spoilers for if you haven't seen Infinity War, he definitely dies right. in Infinity War. Well, I think this takes place in the Soul Stone where everyone's dead, but they don't know that they're dead. Uh, Bruce Willis is in it. It turns out to be a sequel to Unbreakable, <laughs> which is a sequel to Split, to, which is a which is the the first movie of Split or of the I guess the Unbreakable franchise. Does everything have to be a franchise? Like, this is for real. Like, this is no jokes. Does everything have to be a franchise nowadays? Just wait until Netflix gets their talons on it. <laughs> oh, just wait until Netflix de- sinks its talons into the prime fatty meat that is the Unbreakable franchise. I, it's so interesting. Glass is like, they made a movie. And it was like, oh, cool. And yeah. then it was like, oh, but it's also a sequel to this movie that didn't need a sequel. And it's like, right. uh, oh, okay. Well, it's like, I think the premise of two of the characters of Glass is interesting. So we got Bruce Willis, who is like super strong and everything. And then you have, uh, oh God, James McAvoy. Is that his, is that his name? Yeah, McAvoy? Yeah, Ma- uh, Magneto. Magneto. Not, Ma- not Magneto. James uh, Magneto. Yeah, James Magneto. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, James Magneto, who has all of these different personalities living inside of him. And then you have Samuel Jackson, who's just super smart and he breaks easily. But that's just Samuel Jackson. As yeah, he's in his frail old frame. He, he wasn't in, he wasn't a part of it. He just came on set. Yeah, he. I heard like you know just kind of like insider you know insider scoop that he literally just showed up on set, uh, full method in a wheelchair. <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> thought it was the set of Die Hard Ten. The yeah, whole movie. Uh, Die Hard, please kill me now. I'm so tired of living. So, uh, like you said, we're going to take the first 60 seconds of a movie and the last 60 seconds of a movie and basically just figure out what happens in between. This was based on a really fun concept that <laughs> Colton came yeah, up with Yeah, so year. one day I was like, okay, I'm going to start Game of Thrones. And so I watched the very first episode and I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. And then, like, somehow the like website that I was watching it on, it, like, showed me the last episode of that season. So I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones, and then the last episode of the first season of Game of Thrones. And I was, like, so confused because there's, like, all these new characters. <laughs> there's, like, dragons. And I'm like, I hate this schmo- I hate this show. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't know a clue what's going on. You told me that, and I was like, did you end up watching, like, both <laughs> Hobbit movies? Like, <laughs> that I, I... Yeah, Sorry. he got done watching it. He's like, Legolas is my least favorite character. <laughs> so underdeveloped. And where are my dragons? <laughs> they told me there was lots of violence and sex, but really it's just Gandalf staring at things for an hour and a half. <laughs> it's just Gandalf staring at, obviously, CGI'd Martin Freeman. <laughs> um, and you were just like, all right, let's see, let's see where this bad boy goes. And it went somewhere that you were not expecting it. Uh, completely unexpected. Which I think is probably how our first movie is going to go. We're actually going to begin with Bird Box, um, which is so far known pretty much for its memes at this point. uh, (laughs) Of my aunt's Facebook fame. (laughs) I only know this movie through memes. I have not seen it at all. That's so fun. Like, I think that's the only way that you can truly enjoy this movie is through memes. Uh, I have seen this movie. 
so I'm going to act as kind of a buffer to um, when we talk about things to kind of just uh, run things by me and see how things goes at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, in in the future, we're, we're definitely going to try and pick movies that the three of us have not seen. But right. we also at some point might want to do like Star Wars or Indiana Jones. And we're just going to have to sort of suspend our our former knowledge. Yeah, these, suspend these our movies. disbelief. Well, because of, because, out of the three of us, we've seen a lot of movies, like right. for sure. Right. Um, I've never seen a movie. <laughs> not only Bird Box. I don't consider Bird Box a movie. <laughs> Derek just wandered in here. Yeah. He wasn't a part of this. Yeah, I just kind of rolled in full method in a wheelchair and told him not Shyamalan. <laughs> What's I'm up, guys? Here. I've got my yeah. Blue Yeti ready to go. I've got my microphone, and I'm ready to party. I always carry my, my Yeti with me everywhere yeah. I go. You never know when you're going to pod. We, uh... We technically are not allowed. Uh, well, not technically. <laughs> we are not. We are not. Technically, the law says that we cannot like steal audio from a movie. But but so legally, we're not allowed to actually play movie audio for you guys. So what we've done is essentially transcribed the movie into screenplay format, um, and we're each going to be playing different characters. Uh, Colton, I believe, will be narrating for us, and we're actually going to act out. The first scene of the movie, um, good old Sandy Bullock will be played by yours truly, Derek Foltz. Uh, I'll be playing a few in-between characters, and Colton will be narrating for us. Um, so I think without further ado, let's get into the very first scene of Bird Box. We see a winding river snake its way through the tall pines of a mountainous region. A voice calls out from a radio. We have a place. A compound. We have a community. It's safe here. How many of you are there? Do you have any children? Because the fastest way to get here is through the river. I don't think you can make it with kids. The camera pushes across the icy surface of a lake, and the title appears, Bird Box. We cut cut to the face of Sandra Bullock looking frustratedly past us, which is how I imagine Sandra Bullock looks at everyone. Quick pause. Is that that in the screenplay? I have no idea. I just wrote that. Oh. Okay, that's funny. (laughs) I'm only going to say this once. We're going on a trip now. It's going to be rough. It's going to feel like it's going on for a long time. So it's going to be hard to stay alert. It's going to be even harder to stay quiet. But you have to do both. You have to do every single thing I say or we will not make it. Understand? Under no circumstances are you allowed to take off your blindfold. If If I find that you have, I will hurt you. Do you understand? It's cold. We have blankets. Boy, you have your dog. Girl, you have your kitty. This is just a place. There is nothing more that we need from it. Do you understand? We dolly out to see the recipients of her angry monologue. Two children, a boy and a girl. And no talking on the river. You you must listen as closely as you can. If you hear something on the woods, you tell me. If you hear something in the water, you tell me. But you never, ever take off your blindfold. If you look, you will die. Do you understand? The children nod. Oh, God, thank you so much. I I feel like Sandra Bullock was in the room. I really channeled my inner, my inner Sandra Bullock. I said, uh, blindside, blindside, blindside. And I was just like, all right, here we go. We're here. So the next question I, I think we all have is, where on earth does this movie go from here? Gosh, I, I feel like we know nothing about this movie other than that there's a river and that they can't take their blindfold off. I didn't know Sandra Bullock was blind. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I'm unbelievable actor. That's so brave of her to keep 
pursuing her dream of acting despite her disability. Oh, yeah. It's the same way as that kid from Glee uh, that was in the wheelchair. I forget his name because I only watched one episode of Glee. Um, and uh, Brian Cranston in The Upside. <laughs> uh, I hope she makes it. Yeah, I, I hope I hope she makes it far. When I was listening to this, like, this monologue take place, um, the only thing that I could imagine is a mother sitting her two children down about to go into Walmart and literally just telling them, if you do anything, I will hurt you. <laughs> she gets real intense here, too. <laughs> it's, listen, in my eye, Sandra Bullock can do no wrong. She could be in the room two, electric roomaloo. <laughs> Starring Brian Cranston in a wheelchair. Starring, <laughs> Starring Brian Cranston in a wheelchair. Um, and Kevin Hart hosting the Oscars. Um, too soon? I don't know. Hosting the Oscars? Oh God, we don't want to get into that. This is not a. This is not the podcast. Right, right up there with Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, right up there with Kanye 2020. Oh God. What? My question is, what? What's out there that she doesn't want them to see? Right. It's, it's the a, announcement that Kevin Hart will be hosting the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. It's plastered everywhere. They don't want to see it. It's They're actually. Living in denial. It's actually um, the newest season of Fear Factor. <laughs> She's like, don't look, they're eating bugs. I think maybe this is this is getting into rom-com territory where, you know, uh, the the boyfriend has dropped the kids off, mm-hmm. you know, for a weekend while he goes to the Appalachians to do some some fly fishing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and You can catch more honeys being fly. Um, it's for sure like a yours, mine, and ours, or like a cheaper by the dozen situation where it's just, you know, an integrated family and... Um, they're just trying to get along. They're just trying to get along. Steve Martin's in here somewhere. Steve Martin is. Have y'all the guy. seen? Have y'all seen? Are we there yet? Absolutely. I feel like it's like the role reversal of Are we there yet? I think the funniest thing about Are we there yet is the fact that Ice Cube was a part of one of the most prolific rap groups of uh, de- in decades, and now does uh, Are we there yet? And Are we done yet? <laughs> Two of probably the most tame, family-friendly movies I've ever seen in my life. The only thing Ice Cube was asking during the onset production, what? are we done yet? <laughs> are we done yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I feel like I know I know from memes and just like the little bit I know about this movie that it's some sort of like greatest fear kind of thing. You walk outside and your greatest fear is there on your doorstep. What yeah. is it? Uh, Knocks on my doorstep. Just the vast ocean. Never-ending my my house is in an ocean now. I can't. And see Brian Krantz is there in a wheelchair. Oh no! Uh, my greatest fear uh, is for sure uh, just walking along and um, your sock slipping down into the middle of your foot, and you're wearing shoes that you can't just reach in and fix. You have to literally take your shoe off in whatever public place you're in, looking like a hobo. And because your your house is in the middle of the ocean, your and socks because are your wet. house is in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and Brian Cranston's being real stingy with that wheelchair, <laughs> you can't get any balance. It's just uh, it's madness. It's absolute madness and chaos. Um, also, another one of my greatest fears is um, winning a college football championship and going to the White House and being served <laughs> Big Macs on a silver platter. <laughs> Um, let's really date this podcast. Yeah, let's date it. I mean, this that's going down in the history books. Uh, I actually had sleep paralysis last night. And when I looked into the corner of my room, all I saw was 300 Big Macs stacked on a silver platter that served Nelson Mandela. You got to imagine those kids were like, because they were either like, oh, man, we get to meet the president. And we're probably going to get some good food. And then walk in 
and it's just McDonald's. Like, imagine how cold it was. That's my biggest fear is cold McDonald's. <laughs> Same. Mine's not Walking bad. into a room full of 300 cold cheeseburgers. <laughs> It'll go straight to your thighs. And, and then, then you'll you blow up. <laughs> the bread's like already gotten like that hard. Like, Oh, God. Should we do the last scene now? Yeah, let's go ahead and do the last scene of the movie. Um, Colton, take it away. Right. We see Sandra as she leads her children through a crowd of people, most of which appear blind. There are so many blind people. They're everywhere. Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't already know. Um, Sandra looks upward to the top of a massive aviary where birds dart back and forth. She leans down to her children. I say, we let the birds go to meet their friends. Should we do that? The children nod. Sandra opens the large box in her hands where they were three tiny children. I'm sorry, we're three. Where she's been keeping the children the whole time. (laughs) Where three tiny parakeets sit, chirping. They immediately fly out of the box uh, toward the top of the aviary. Sandra holds her children tight as they watch the birds fly away. An older woman approaches them, smiling. Mallory? Mallory Hayes? Sandra smiles up at her. Dr. Latham. The woman smiles at her, then looks kindly at the two children. What are your names? Girl. Boy. The woman looks confused. These kids are as dumb as bricks. Sandra looks carefully at the girl. Actually, your name is Olympia, named after the sweetest girl I ever met. She turns to the boy. As I turn the page into the microphone. And your name is Tom. The boy, for, the boy formerly known as Boy hugs Sandra. Prince. And I am their mother. The woman smiles at the two children. Would you like to play with the other kids? You want to go play? The children nod excitedly. They take the woman's hand. She leans in for a good old Sandra hug. <laughs> <laughs> then leads the children into a crowd of people. A random man hands Sandra a bunch of dirty towels. She smiles. <laughs> what? <laughs> a big old Sandra hug. <laughs> Imagine if this were the actual screenplay of this movie. Like, Sandra Bullock's agent just hands it to her, and she's like, now, a couple of questions. What's a big old Sandra hug? <laughs> Am I known for my big old Sandra hugs? Oh, man. Okay. So I feel like, already, I feel like Olympia is an important part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is an illegal pet trade. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, this woman no. had her kids dropped off for the weekend and had to take them on a wild and wacky adventure as she smuggled exotic animals across America. That's it. In a bird box. The, in the Roll bird Christ. box. <laughs> where three small children were sitting. I feel like somehow the birds are important to this. Like Right. Sandra today I learned Sandra Bullock is just really bad at naming children. <laughs> Olympia? Named after the, the sweetest girl I've ever met. Oh, sweet. What's my name? Tom. Is, is that like a cool guy you met? No, it's just, just talk. I think that somehow, government lab, nuclear fallout, something, there's a creature that like birds will like call before they're, like, they're near, or they don't like birds. I don't know. And somehow, and then keeping them in his box. <laughs> when the monster looks at his greatest fear outside his door, <laughs> the monster's greatest fear it's a bunch birds. of parakeets. Uh, two tiny little parakeets. I'll be completely honest. I'm sticking with rom-com territory here. You think it's a rom? You think it's rom com? I I think the the kids get dropped off, um, and she's got to she's got to smuggle these birds across the apocalyptic wasteland with two kids in tow. So, do you think that um, where specifically Sandra Bullock is living is the apocalypse? And so, because <laughs> homie's just going up to the Appalachians or something like that, 
and just drops his kids off in Mad Max. Like, <laughs> where's the father in this? Is yeah, it's father- on the corner of Fury Road and uh, East Hampton. Yeah, Furiosa uh, is right next door. Yeah. All right, kids, get in the car. You're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sandra Bullock uh, is is handing these birds off to maybe the world's last apocalyptic zoo. Okay. Um, it's it's the lamest zoo in history. It's just parakeets and blind people. That is, uh, did a little recent study on that. That is, in fact, the worst zoo ever. <laughs> That's an interesting, I feel like blind people don't go to the zoo, though. Like The lion exhibit gets real interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry, like I'm not going to going. A blind person's least favorite activity is going to the zoo. <laughs> like, maybe whatever this thing is has killed all like land creatures okay and like only birds are left oh there you go and this turns into a sequel to water world <laughs> <laughs> or more like a prequel to water world the floating zoo for parakeets and blind people <coughs> all right derek you you have seen this movie but i, I want you to just go ahead and, and throw out your your theories <laughs> uh, i, w- I want to talk about what i wish this movie was okay okay <laughs> Here, so, a, are we we're gonna edit that out? Pretty much anything that Derek says is going on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I feel like there's there's hints of someone else in this podcast. There was a third person that got introduced. How funny would that be? Like introducing a podcast and like bring in a fourth person who but like the fourth person has never met. Ne- like, hi, I'm Mikey, and like <laughs> never Mikey never has a line. Like never speaks <laughs> ever. You remember that podcast with uh, Brady Colton and. Mikey? <laughs> he didn't say a word the whole time. He was silent as the grave. Um, okay, so I'm going to throw out my theory of what I wish this movie was. Uh, I wish it was left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> um, no, it's a fine movie. I mean, if you want to see it or whatever, it's fine. I'm not going to put more money in Netflix's pocket. I can audibly hear your eyes rolling. Yeah, well, that's just because I have really wet eyes. And see them. Oh, ew. <laughs> just really, like... <laughs> Just drippy eyes. Just like the third person we introduced. This is drippy eyes. I'm all drippy eyes folds over here. Drippy eyes. What's up? I'm constantly crying. They Uh, talk about a third person, but all I hear is water running in the background. uh, So, what I wish this movie was was a straight up like we talked about earlier, where it's Sandra Bullock with her two children. going into I'm assume like in this universe this vast universe that we've created uh, I'm assuming that uh, a bird box is just a fancier name for a birdhouse like they've forgotten what a birdhouse is called yeah um, <laughs> in this in this grand like post-apocalyptic comedy that we've created and so uh, they she enters into a birdhouse building competition um <laughs> But because it's the post-apocalypse, uh, roads are gone. All materials except rust and, yeah. and dead bones. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's obviously an establishing shot of the Statue of Liberty covered in sand. Are they are they building birdhouses with blindfolds on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the challenge of this birdhouse building competition is that they have to put these blindfolds on and build the birdhouse like that. Um they want to make sure that, like, birdhouses are almost an economy in this world. Um, <laughs> Bird birdhouses oh, are in, the in the post-apocalyptic yeah, world. I thought you were saying like in, in 2019. Like, in 2019, birdhouses are, are an economy. Yeah, have you ever been to a, like an antiques roadshow? Like, 
What's the ratio of U.S. dollars to birdhouses? <laughs> oh, the the conversion rate is god awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to buy gas with my bird with my bird boxes today, and it they wouldn't accept it. <laughs> have you guys seen that? Have you guys seen that meme that measures time as the length of a Shrek movie? Oh yes, yes, yes. No. Uh, it's like uh, yeah, it takes about four Shreks to get there. I'll be there in about a half Shrek. <laughs> yeah. So um, they they have to go down river to get to this birdhouse building competition. And Sandra Bullock is so passionate about uh, this bird box because um, if she wins this competition, and only children can participate, it's real weird because of their nimble hands. They can kind of finagle their way around a bird box and build it in a way that is uh, suitable and will bring up the conversion rate of bird boxes to U.S. dollars. But what's that? Suddenly her phone rings. It's the husband. He's at her house and wondering where the kids are. Yeah, and she's like, um, nowhere, babe, love you, bye. And then just hangs up and throws her phone in the river. She's lucky it worked, uh, because it's the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> the cell service in the apocalypse is just... is actually phenomenal. Like, actually great, when there's no more concrete buildings. Yeah, like, I have Sprint, and during the apocalypse, <laughs> it's great. You have at and I'm so sorry, their towers went down. <laughs> Well, you know, Sprint's towers are just being held together by prayers. So it's like, <laughs> as long as we have that, we're fine. As long as we have the power of a praying grandmother holding up the Sprint towers. Um, During the competition, there is a grandmother who is placing her hands on each bird box as the competition <laughs> yeah, goes on. And suddenly, everyone's phones just turn on 4G. <laughs> <laughs> It's She's like the Shazam the- trailer. Grandma's just zapping everyone's cell phones. <laughs> Your phone's charged. <laughs> um, and suddenly has the U version app on it. <laughs> so this monologue at the very beginning is her basically telling her kids, like, if you mess this up for me, like, you're never going to hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not like, yeah, she says, I will hurt you, but not like in a physical sense. More of an emotional sense. My, my love for you is dependent on this bird box. <laughs> yeah. It's a very conditional, um, not agape love. You both get your names at the end of the movie, and it's so help me God, if you mess this up, I will name you Tom. <laughs> I will name you Tom. Yours is Olympia because you do a good job. Yeah, so there is a uh, there's absolutely a primary antagonist in this movie, and that is, um, his name is uh, Jimothy, and he uh, he's another kid at the Bird Box Building Competition, and his mom is played by the greatest foil to Sandra Bullock, in my opinion, <laughs> an Oscar win. Uh, no. Kevin Hart hosting, Kevin the, Hart Oscars. hosting the Oscars. <laughs> His mom is Kevin Hart. His mom is uh, Tyler Perry as Medea. So just Tyler Perry in full drag. Who also happens to be the praying grandmother. <laughs> oh, no. So, Jimothy actually uh, sabotages their bird box. Uh, well, I think I think she he lures uh, Olympia into sabotaging it with him. You right. Know? Sandra Bullock always warned her, don't go near those bird boxes. You're going to knock them over, you yeah. dummy. And, you know, she metaphorically and I guess kind of physically as well, or like literally, uh, took off her blindfold. Um <laughs> She emotionally took it off. Yeah, blindfolds are more of a metaphor. Opened herself up to sin. Yeah, blindfolds are more of a metaphor in this movie. Um, So she messes up the bird box, and uh, she almost gets named Tom. Before uh, the doctor, Dr. Lapham or whatever, 
uh, comes and is like, no, 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 I can, like, it's okay. Like, we already judged the bird boxes. Like, the destruction of which is not going to count against you. And that's sort of like, you know, the transition from the dark night of the soul into the climax. I've read Save the Cat. Um, <laughs> but she does find out that, that the true power is the power of family. Right. And they even adopt Jimothy into their family. <laughs> but he doesn't get renamed. We have Olympia well, no, Tom. No, no. no Olympia he does get, he does. Tom. No, no, no. He does get renamed. His name is Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so afterwards, you know, all the kids are playing. Uh, and the only safe place they have, which is apparently this aviary uh, full of birds with their new bird boxes. Um, and, you know, Sandra Bullock is holding her uh, gold gilded bird box right. that can buy her a new uh, 71 Lincoln. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know that's exactly that's exactly where Sandra Bullock's money is going. Exactly. A car that will run for through the entire apocalypse. Yeah. Through the entire apocalypse. But in real life, I'm going to ballpark maybe 30 minutes. Like a good fourth Shrek, if you will. Yeah, Mad Max's car is actually Sandra Bullock's. Uh-huh. 71 Lincoln. 71 Lincoln. Yeah. You you can't tell, but uh, the makeup artists in this movie really deserve uh, an Oscar nod because uh, Lapham, or however you want to pronounce her name, is actually Kevin Hart. In a wig. <laughs> in a wig. But uh, they also did a really good ADR. Is it ADR or AVR? ADR. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that one again. Okay. Do that thing again. They also they did, did really, really good VCR. Yeah, they, they, did, they did really good ACDC on this movie. Uh, so they did really good ADR on this movie because, like, if you look really closely at Kevin Hart's uh, Doctor Lapham's lips, uh, he's obviously screaming, "Let me host the Oscars!" I'm begging the you, please time. God, let me host the Oscars. Right, and she uh, says, "Kids, put your blindfolds back on now." Yeah, it was a completely unrelated sort of incident that happened. Kevin Hart just wandered onto set. He heard what Samuel L. Jackson did. Was like, I can, I can do that. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna follow in his footsteps. I am now Glass. I am now, I am now Mr. Glass. This is this whole entire Bird Box movie is actually just a prequel to Glass. It falls into the Unbreakable franchise, <laughs> and we've come full circle. We've come full circle. It's only a matter of time before everything gets absorbed into the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, like I mean. Obviously, Bird Bird Box takes place after uh, the snap at the end of Infinity War. Spoilers, I guess. If you haven't seen Infinity War, if you haven't seen the ending to Infinity War, what rock? Yeah, this is honestly on you right now. Like, yeah, as much as Colton only knows about Bird Box through memes, you should only know about Infinity War through (laughs) the one scene of Tom Holland saying, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. So. Yeah, I think that that is how Bird Box, or that's how I wish Bird Box would go. Um, I would have loved to have seen that. I would have paid, actually, I would have given Netflix more money for my su- my subscription, my mom's subscription to Netflix. Yeah, who, who's actually paying for Netflix? Yeah. Uh, Netflix, if you're listening, we all pay for our own Netflix. Um, yeah. Don't yeah, delete us. For sure, Mr. Netflix. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I saw a tweet and it basically like was quoting the. Uh, the news of um, Netflix raising their subscription charges, and someone just literally quoted it and said, "Man, that's going to be hard on the person that's paying for my Netflix." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "That's true." I'm like, "I don't know how my mom's going to make it." <laughs> All right, oh, so let's talk about the actual Bird Box. All right, I uh, think I think we've exhausted the well of creativity when it comes to improving about the plot of Bird Box. <laughs> Derek, you're the only one who's actually seen the movie. Yeah. Lay it on us. What on earth is Bird Box actually about? All right, Spoilers so, if you haven't seen it, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And except for um, you, you who have not yet seen the Thanos snap, you shouldn't. Yeah, you know. if you haven't seen Infinity War, there's no way on God's earth that you've seen Bird Box. Like, really, just leave the house once it's in a while. It's on YouTube. Like, honestly, like, not even joking you, Colton, you had the closest description of what this movie was about. So it starts out, it, it's told in a nonlinear fashion. Okay. Uh, they find out that it's, like, this monster that if you see it, it shows what you are the most afraid of. Uh, and that it shocks you so much that you have to commit suicide. Gotcha, like a wow. like a demon, or yeah, do they ever actually like, like show the like monster? That. Like a, it's never specified. You never see the monster. It's like uh-huh. it's described as like a, a spirit or like a demon or sort something of t- touched by an angel. Yeah, so. something uh, uh, otherworldly. Yeah. So what what purpose do the birds? Serve the birds can apparently sense when these monsters are around, and oh, they start. Gotcha. Yeah, literally, Dang. like literally. That's why I said you have the closest guess to what this movie is about. I'd like to just read off the uh, the, the cast of this movie because uh, we only really heard about Sandra Bullock and uh, boy, and, boy girl. and girl and Doctor Latham or Lapham. So Sandra Bullock is playing a character named Mallory, uh, Trevante Rhodes who is from Moonlight, uh, Lil Rel Howery from uh, Get Out and from really? every movie after Get Out uh, plays Charlie. All part of the same franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Hollander, who Tom Tom Hollander's in this movie. He makes a he makes a cameo where Nick Fury and Spider Man show up at the end. Mm -hmm. They're like walking through the forest and like you just see like Spider Man swing by. That's all. That's all it was. We heard you have special abilities. Tom Hollander, who sounds like someone you probably shouldn't know. The only reason that I know him is because he is what is his character's name. Well, here's that two bars of LTE that's <laughs> I'm going to look him up. He, uh, Grandma, put your hands back up in prayer. Yeah. <laughs> we need your prayers. It's like a spirit bomb, but with cell phone reception. Oh, gosh. Um, he, he's in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Really? He's uh, Commodore Norrington. Oh, okay. The Probably the most surprising addition to this movie, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Shut up. Played what? Plays a man named Felix. Was it literally just? Machine it was. Gun? Ma- it was Machine Gun Kelly in all of his face tattooed. Yeah, in all of his, I got destroyed by Eminem in one diss song. Oh my glory. gosh! I hope that when um, either three of us get famous, that Netflix doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to audition for like the nineteenth, like the nineteenth season of Black Mirror, and they're just like, yeah, you're like you fit all of the qualifications, except. <laughs> What does the name "Stir the Plot" <laughs> mean to you? Uh, it's nothing. It's nothing to me. Uh. And then I just throw away the sides and walk out of the or room. Or they cast I, you for Bird Box Two. Are they? Ca- yeah. <laughs> Bird Box Two is the competition. Uh, yeah, Bird Box Two, Electric Birdaloo. Or it's I feel where like there was a company that did that. Like they were gonna hire a guy, and then like a tweet. He tweeted like in a joking. I want to say it might have been Disney. Like he tweeted about a like jokingly about a movie, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't." have you on anymore it's kevin hart hosting the oscars <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, that's what it is. um Bird? no that was james gunn uh, with oh Marvel you're right you're right into the galaxy and stuff well, that's, oh, a, yeah, that's another thing that's uh i like to imagine bird box 2 is just sandra bullock's son having to fight medea's <laughs> grandson the the na- jimothy strikes back <laughs> jimothy, yeah jimothy strikes back basically uh treat it like the pitch perfect movies and just each it's like so it's like starts out like kind of like you know like a like a, a, a collegiate level and you move on to uh, nationals, <laughs> like global, a global bird box competition. And then you're building bird boxes for the troops. 
I think we've got a real Karate Kid scenario where uh-huh. he, he he has to revisit his home wasteland to find solace and and wisdom from a, a tiny old Asian man who lives <laughs> deep in the apocalyptic wasteland. Hey, we we've all had that similar. <laughs> I mean, which uh, the which among us have not had a similar situation? <laughs> so Eric, now, would you want to watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, so now that you know the uh, the official kind of plot of the plot and like the structure of Bird Box, I want to ask you guys: Do you want to watch this movie now? Like, answer truthfully. Netflix is listening. More more so than I wanted to see the the Bird Box building competition. Uh-huh. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, I was really hoping for some some hot rod level humor. Yeah. Um, and adventure. And I'm kind of sad. It's just sort of another apocalyptic. I've, I have my fill of apocalyptic movies right. at this point. I think we need to move on from post-apocalyptic movies and uh, zombie video games. <laughs> if I see another video game that is revolving around zombies, I'm going to throw my PlayStation in the trash. Bird Box the game coming soon to a console near you. Xbox One exclusive. No. It's just a black screen and you have to like, maneuver <laughs> your way through somehow. All right, Colton. What about you? I feel like I would watch it, but I feel like I'd be on my phone the whole time. Right. You know what I mean? Like on Reddit or like Twitter or something like that. Like, uh-huh. Which is also every movie that Colton watches. Yeah, that's that's also very true. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think you I you couldn't tell anyone about what actually happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you like Bird Box? Uh, yeah, yeah, Oh, what would you like about it? Uh, so what about you guys? <laughs> Let us know if you would like to watch Bird Box now, now that you know. Uh, that it's not uh, the movie of your dreams, apparently. Because <laughs> like, I think all three of us can agree that we have much rather watched Medea's grandson beat up. Yeah, and we're we're just kind of starting out. So we, we don't really have a, a website or social media uh, right now, but we're definitely going to get those things up and running in the future. So keep an eye out. Um, there's good things coming. So right now, feel free to follow us on any of our personal so- social medias, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I feel like we've got all the bases covered. Yeah, honestly, especially me. Uh, <laughs> Derek Fultz specifically. I, li- I, live on, I live on social media. Uh, I pay rent on social media. Derek Fultz's <laughs> Twitter is woke AF. So. <laughs> he's not, I think he's verified even. Uh, I actually did apply for verification at one point uh, <laughs> because I was just that desperate. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Derek Fultz. You can follow me on Instagram at Derek Fultz. You spell that D-E-R-E-K-F-U-L-T-S. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com. Don't type in .com. You'll get sent somewhere else. YouTube.com. You, you can buy and sell Derek Fultz. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, please. You can find me at youtube.com slash Derek Fultz. Uh, I haven't made a new video in quite a while. The videos I do have up there are really funny. I think you should watch them uh, and give me constructive criticism in the comments, uh, which would probably uh, still make me cry because... <laughs> I can't really take them. <laughs> yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at the King Brady, um, T H E K I N G B R A D Y, or hit me up on Facebook. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> Get out of here. Ew. <laughs> Slide into my messenger. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, it's 2012. Feel free to message me on Facebook <laughs> Messenger. Um, yeah, my social media is all of them are uh, at a cold ton of fun, uh, A C O L T O N. O F F U N. Oh wow! Uh, you that one again. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, my mom tells me I'm funny, so uh, we'll roll with that. Um, Mine doesn't. <laughs> well, your mom doesn't tell me I'm funny either. 
<laughs> and uh, feel free to spread the word. We're just sort of a word of mouth thing right now. Um, we don't pay to advertise or anything like that. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell Sandra Bullock. Yes, tell, tell, I want to. I want to. At the end of this year, I want a big old Sandy hug. <laughs> what do I want Honestly, for Christmas? Honestly, like old Lang Syne is playing in the background, just a big old Sandy hug. Cool. Um, do we have an official hashtag yet? Uh, I guess just uh, hashtag story of the plot. That's too- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to tweet at us, use hashtag stir the plot um, or hashtag Sandy hug. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will have notifications for hashtag Sandy plugs. <laughs> Sandy plug. <laughs> Sandy hug. Sand, for a Sandy hug on my phone, ready to go off at a moment's notice. So get it trending. Uh, I just saw something about Carol Channing dying, and I'm like, let's forget about her and remember big old Sandy hug. If we can, if we can get 200 million or 20 million likes on an egg, we can get this tra- hashtag. We can trending. get at least five tweets on hashtag Sandy, Sandy hug. hug. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us. This has been Stir the Plot. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Go ahead and smash that like button. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Stir the Plot. Stir the Plot. Stir the Plot.